What's going on, everyone? What is up? We're here. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a minute. Yes. It has been a minute. A couple months. Yeah. And some, yeah, a couple months and some things have transpired and goodness gracious, we got to give everyone a quick update. Last time um, on Dose of Dim. Right, right. right. <laughs> well, as far as I'm concerned, my quick update is that everyone, I have moved, but not to where y'all think I've moved to. <laughs> so, I am currently living in Jersey City. I wanted to be as close to New York as possible without having to pay that New York rent. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so I'm right next to um, New York at Jersey City. And so far, I've been here um, just for a week, a week and one day. And I'm loving it so far. Just getting myself acclimated with, you know, the area. Still doing my usual vocal coaching, videography stuff and, you know, all of that. So that's, yeah, that's, that's my biggest update, though. So things are going well. Nice. Excellent. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Dear. Any other updates? Oh, me? Is it me? Oh. Well, I'm still in Houston. Uh, <laughs> I'm, my contract <laughs> with the school was extended, so I'm still working with the students there. Um, I actually mm-hmm. have jumped onto two new gigs that are keeping me very busy. Um, I'm singing with the Houston Symphony Chorus. Um, nice. Uh, nice. For the rest of this season, and I am singing with the Philip Hall singers. Philip Hall is this amazing pianist, um, so I'll be singing with them starting as of next month. I'm already rehearsing with them, but our first performances are next month. So it's been keeping me very awesome. busy, but busy's good. Mm-hmm. So no complaints there. Busy is good. Nice, yeah, nice. That voice and sing. Till heaven rings. Oh. Or the song. <laughs> now you're not gonna. Now you're not gonna do that. You're Sing with harmonies of liberty. Oh, Demarx is on my note yet again. <laughs> yet again. But anyhow, whatever. <laughs> and Eric, your updates. Yeah, well, I'm still in D.C. for a few more weeks, but I'll be moving to. Uh, Atlanta. So, um, yeah, so that's the thing that's happening. And, you know, trying to finish up these books and this book, not books. I mean, I do that to myself. A book and YouTube videos and recording and blur, blur, blur. So, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, with that said, I know it's been so many things have, in addition to our personal lives, there's been so much that's transpired in the world. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to jump on some of yeah. these topics. And I guess the first ones are a little more like hot. Well, how does, what does Wendy call it? Hot, hot topics. Well, I guess all of these are hot topics. Hot topics. Yeah. I yeah. guess everything we're going to talk about is hot it's just topics. That some of them are a little more. And, and get heavier. Yeah, some are more important yeah. than others, I guess. Right. In the grand scheme <laughs> right. of things. Like, for example, like, like, I don't get, everybody's been talking about these sex dolls. <laughs> and, uh, yeah <laughs> i don't i don't get it like what i mean is i don't get what the big deal is because sex dolls have been around forever so I, I don't understand this renewed life like what i've seen the pictures and stuff and you yeah, know they've been updated a bit i guess but like i don't know haven't blow up dolls and well, sex dolls been around for years yes they have the difference now and the reason why I know some of this stuff is number one, <laughs> I, 
Look, let me put this disclaimer out there. <laughs> tell it, tell it, tell before, it. Before people are like, oh, wait a minute. Um, no, in my, in my, um, in a lot of my spare time, I, I tend to just peruse YouTube like most people. But yeah, I look yeah. at stuff like uh, Boston Dynamics, mm-hmm. all these robotics companies and whatnot. And then mm-hmm. sometimes you run across the craziest shit. And so um, I ran across this guy. He had this video about these dolls that he created. But the difference now than before is that you don't just blow them up and then just have a doll. These things like move, talk, there's AI, like there's all these. Oh, the, oh it's, it's like It's like mm-hmm. a, it's like a on, person. sex almost. bots. <laughs> That's what right. it is. It's, it's, a, it's essentially a robot. So they have two different ones. You have the the one that's just a doll basically but it feels real like the skin and everything Mm. and then um and then you have the one that still feels real but it actually is like a companion almost like a companion robot Um, so it actually learns about you and learns about you sexually and just in your daily life and whatnot and it gives it provides feedback um it's kind of strange to be honest. You know what? That's <laughs> extra creepy to me. I watched this show mm. that's popular in the UK. I think it's called Human or Being Human. Not Being Human. It's called Human. It's about robots. And it's about well, androids. Um, very human-like mm. androids. And I think it's called Human. But it's it's with the guy who played in Merlin, the TV show, another UK TV show. I watch a random British TV shows, apparently. But the point is... Because British um, TV be off the chain. So, some of it is. Like, some of it, I'm like, eh. But some of it really, some of it really is, though. Like, because yeah, mm-hmm. there are a few shows that come to mind that I love that are that are that are British shows, but um, in mm-hmm. in this show, which with like really good actors and all this stuff, they they have a very realistic depiction of like if you could get hu- very human like um, you know androids that you could have sex with and you could have as a companion and you can and so I, I guess we're kind of leaning toward that because I was watching some documentary. Was it Japan or Korea? Some place where men just aren't having sex no more. Like, like they're yeah. not, yeah. They, they'd rather be like, they'd rather watch hentai. And if you don't know what hentai is, our audience knows what hentai is. <laughs> go, go, <laughs> <laughs> you know what hentai is. No, but they'd rather know, watch right? hentai and, um, and, and masturbate and, and it's weird. We're, we're becoming more and more separated. But I, I saw on social media a lot of black women, because I follow a lot of black people. I just do. Um, a lot of black women mm-hmm. were really salty about the whole sex bot thing in the kind of way where I could tell mm-hmm. they feel threatened. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. I mean, my thing is, yo, do what you do. <laughs> like, I don't, have, I don't have any problems with it. Now, if anything, if anything, my mind goes even further into the sci-fi realm of, okay, so sex bots today, but 40 years from now, like how will these robots evolve somehow, you know, intellectually? And next thing you know, we do have an iRobot situation or something where we're trying to defend ourselves against, you know, artificial intelligence. That's just Y'all ever watch crazy. Rick and, do y'all watch Rick and Morty? Of course. Yeah. I haven't seen the latest the season, season, though. But do, but do you remember that episode yeah. where he had, like, a sex bot and he got it pregnant? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. He that came down like, with some yeah. orange juice after he was all of... Yes, <laughs> I remember. I remember. That. Mm-hmm. that joke was... But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah, that I, I can see... That's it. 
What were you yeah, going to say? Something crazy like that. No, I was just saying that's that's the only thing I see with it. I can understand like with black women or just women in general feeling threatened. I guess it's just another element to prevent them from getting with who they want or whatever. But I don't know. It's just... It's just the way life is evolving. I don't think they have so, too much to worry about, though, because from from what I saw on social media, the prices <laughs> are... Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. They're going to be so, strong, so, astronomical. Yeah, I think they're like yeah. the, the basic one is like two grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw Ooh. like 2000 And then the one with 2000, AI is like 10000 15000 nah, nah. See, that's 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 going to be for, you know, for the rich folk. Yeah. It ain't going to be for <laughs> Justin next door. Yeah, the average, so. the average, the average, the average Wody... Ain't gonna be paying no ten thousand. Even he's not gonna pay two. He's not gonna pay one thousand for it. Not for that. <laughs> you know. So like, nah, nah. Better pick not up that, that flashlight and fantasize. Yeah, for real, <laughs> for real. And that's the kind of that's the kind of thing where like you might have a horny moment where you'd want one, right? But by the time it gets delivered and you've had time to release, <laughs> I say like right. that's the kind of I think that's the kind of impulse buy that. By the time it arrives, or even by the time you use it once, just being honest, like when the fog clears, like as soon as you, for I feel like, mm-hmm. like Dave Chappelle said, like something like, like the first, like the five minutes, the first five minutes after a man comes, like the clear, he's the smartest he'll ever be in his life, you know, like so, that's hilarious. Like suddenly you see, like he's like you like oh 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 my, how did I get here? What have I done? Like what's what's going on? I have you felt know? that before though. I oh, have. Yeah, because even I with have. even with people like back in the day before I was with before I was in a relationship, there were times when I would go out and something would happen. I'd be like, as soon as it would be over, I'm like, wait, what did I do? I didn't really, right. not with him. Like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So suddenly mm-hmm. it's like you get really clear, uh, clear headed, and it's funny because it's like a. That's true. It really is a um. What's it? Really is like a a biological urge that can men get dumb, which I don't want to get into the other stuff too soon. But remind me that really would have been a perfect segue into the stuff about Aziz and <laughs> and all the and the oh, Me Too yeah. movement oh, thing. Right. But men, I what, think. What was? Were yeah. you gonna say? Oh no! Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying. Like, no, you go, um, go ahead. Un- yeah. Like, n- not to um, excuse it, but I really do. It's funny because I didn't even plan on saying that, but I really, I really have experienced that men, like gay, straight, whatever, like men can get dumb when they're sexually aroused, or especially if they're backed mm-hmm. up, you know, so to speak. <laughs> they haven't had yeah. release in a while. I, I definitely, I. I definitely think it alters behavior. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> most definitely. Cause, cause I find, I mean, even even in a sexual way, I, I might find myself texting someone, sending something to someone, or entertaining someone who, w- if I was, you know, yep. not aroused at the moment, but uh, I don't even want to deal with all that comes. What all comes with that? Like it's just too much. You totally. know what I mean? But yes, I do. When aroused, it kind of gives some motivation or whatnot. So I don't, I don't know. It's 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 kind of like well, being what really I've seen really on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Right. I was just about to say that when it's hungry. <laughs> what did you say to Marks about Twitter? Oh yeah. yeah what I've seen on Twitter, a lot of guys are just kind of um, justifying the cost by saying that in the long run it'll be cheaper because they won't have They're to taking go a woman out. on dates and buy food <laughs> and do all this. <laughs> so I was like, you know, in I mean, that sense, true. I guess it makes sense, but. <laughs> <laughs> but did they did they get into the details of like because a flashlight is enough to clean up 
So how you clean these things out? Like, you know, what, did, what did they do? Honestly, I, I have no idea. I would imagine Does that it, it has... Does it store it up like a vacuum? I was going to say, I would imagine it has some uh. kind of like removable, removable storage uh. <laughs> that you can just take out and clean out, I assume. I don't that know. That is so hilarious. <laughs> well, last thing, last thing I'm going to say about it, and I know we have other Detachable topics. Detachable vagina. Is that I, right, exactly. I did see a picture... Of, um, and I think we all follow him, and I can even say his name out loud because he's very open about all of this stuff. But his name is Maurice on and on Instagram is Maurice. No, it's Freak something on Instagram. But Maurice um, <laughs> has shown a picture, and, I, and it might be his doll. I don't know, but he showed a picture of one, and I was like, oh my goodness! Like she was real thick. Mm-hmm. She looked really realistic, like. You know, the when you think of blow-up dolls, you think of the things back in like the 80s, 90s, yeah, 70s, yeah. 60s, where it looks like pink, and it just looks horrible. It looks like it's plastic, like blowing up trash bag. These things, yeah. I was like, oh my. Yeah, like, they, now they got better bodies than women, too. Yeah. I mean, right, some women, some women, to some me, women. The ones I saw kind of look like hentai-based. They look like anime girls. You know, like, they look like the... Yeah. Little, <laughs> right. That's what they look like. For real. They look like, yeah. like 3D right. renderings of that kind of... That's what they look like. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you know but that's anyways. that's part of our. We really should have used this topic closer to the to the Me Too thing because I really do think it contributes to the rape culture. Because if you've ever seen hentai oh, yeah. and those kind of dolls, like one of the biggest things is, and this is heterosexual stuff. Um, even though I, obviously I have seen it, the it's like this thing where the girls is, is popular for her to, for her to be like, no, don't. And the guy to press anyway, and and her, him to like mm. force pleasure upon her, and it's like almost like mm. a woman saying no is just something that like an upstanding woman does, but her no doesn't really mean no. It's just something she's mm-hmm. supposed to say. It's like a formality because like she's not supposed mm-hmm. to want it too much, or or it's considered unladylike to act like you want sex. Mm. That's another part of our culture. It's mm-hmm. like women aren't supposed to want sex. This myth, this mythos that like men want sex. But women just want to just be held all the time and they never want sex. So you have to force them mm. to have sex because they'll never actually want it on their own. You know, it's like this kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like it, that's part of what, um, as we're talking, I'm just realizing that we're given this message repeatedly from multiple angles growing up. Um, well, not that I just watched hentai growing up, but you know what I mean? We're given, multiple, we're given, right. we're given messages from multiple angles as men that like women don't know what they want until you show them what they want yeah kind of thing and so it's kind of mm. fucked up and that's really what the guys are saying like like with like basically men are saying like i don't have to take someone out on dates i don't have to do this i don't have to do that the subtext in that is getting to know you as a person is a nuisance or this shit that i have to do that's extra but if, if i can get the sex mm. i don't even have to acknowledge you as a human i can literally get a doll Right, right, exactly. exactly. Which is yep. fucked up. I guess, you know, but it is what it is. That's true. But it's fucked up. That is though. so crazy. Yeah. Well, the, the, and I know we said we weren't going to go into that topic yet, but since we are kind of here-ish, <laughs> since we're here, I just, yeah. I, that I didn't want to forget to mention is that with everything that is going on with the Me Too movement and um, so many people um, sharing, so many women sharing their stories about their experiences, I'm starting to notice things that I probably wouldn't have noticed before, like in public. For instance, um, there was an interview recently with um, Omari Hardwick and uh, what is her name? Um, 
Really Pretty was in Ease Bayou, Married the Preacher. Um, oh, I can't remember. I know you're talking about, but yeah, she's, she's the older one? Or the younger Yes, the one? older sister in Ease Bayou. Oh, the yeah, older the sister, sister with the Megan Good? Thank you. Yes, Megan Good. I can't think yeah. of her name. Yeah. yeah. So it was an interview with um, Megan Good and with Omari Hardwick and some other people in the panel. And so they were talking, they were talking, they were talking. And so Omari mentions his point to whatever the conversation was about. And Megan um, jumped in and she was like, well, you know, but I kind of feel this way. She didn't say that exactly, but basically her point was, you know, in a slight contradiction to his. And so when she said that, he immediately took his hand and placed it on her knee because she was sitting right beside him. And, and then she, um, then he continued to make his point, and then he ended, ended up taking his hand off. And so the only reason why I mentioned that, <laughs> and it might seem crazy, but here's the no, thing. I it's, we, it's I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, I, I can understand someone being like, see, see how men just, you know, reduce women and feel like, you know, to be the one who's in control, even that subtle putting a hand on her knee. It's kind of like, just there, shows there. That he's more shut dominant up, little girl. And, <laughs> shut up, little girl. Yeah, exactly. Daddy's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and the only reason why it's even more in my mind from that angle is because there was an actual article of some famous actress who was on some show and some white actor did that to her. Like to prove his point or whatever, he kept putting his hand on her knee, and that that it became a big deal in the newspaper, like on New York Times, blah 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 blah. So I had already seen it manifest, but these are things I would not have thought about before this movement. It's just kind of interesting how it's changing culture yeah. in a sense of what we allow, what we don't allow, what we don't know is allowed it's or not so allowed. True. And, and I even saw a video on YouTube where someone had compiled red carpets, and I wish I I was just because yeah. like like the, like the air was saying, I just be up sometimes and I'd just be. Like before bed, I'll just be looking through. I'll be like, I'm going to bed, and then it's like 20 minutes of looking at mm -hmm. YouTube, or, or let me be real, it's like it's like an hour of looking at YouTube random videos. And um, I saw this video right. where they were showing men on the red carpet versus women, and the men were being being asked about their projects and like, what are you working on? How was it as an actor? And the women is like, what mm -hmm. are you wearing? You're so pretty. Like, I saw that. How do you stay mm -hmm. in shape? Like mm -hmm. it was just very like right. like you're 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 a pretty doll <laughs> thing. You know, like you're not a human like other people. Yeah. And these women, and some of the women, like Sarah Paulson and some other people, like kind of like seizing the conversation back and like, but also mm -hmm. <laughs> back to me as a as an actual fucking person. And so I'm I'm becoming more sensitive to it myself um, lately. And I think sometimes yeah. gay men kind of feel like they're automatically exempt, and we don't realize in ways because we're still men and still have male privilege in a lot of respects. Right. And I think sometimes yeah, exactly a lot of I hear gay men talk often, and I don't think they realize um, how sexist Jeez. and how much they contribute to that. Like I was just talking to, <laughs> I was just talking to a student about vocal fry, and um, mm -hmm. vocal fry. For those of you who don't know, we teach it as like a vocal technique to strengthen the voice. But vocal fry is also the term used for when. Um, Typically, you think of women like the Kardashians, and they're talking like this, and oh my God, you guys, like what? Like, right. I really can't even. <laughs> and so right. it's kind of like that kind of thing. Yeah. And what's funny is there are a lot of doctors who have spoken out that like vocal fry is like an epidemic and blah, 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 blah. But it's really sexist as fuck because vocal fry is not harmful to the voice at all. In fact, when used appropriately, it can be very therapeutic and strengthening. But the thing is... These doctors are pretty much pathologizing vocal fry strictly because they find it annoying when women use it. But this is the gag. The gag is this, though, to me. I was talking with my student, and he was like, oh, I hate when people use vocal fry. I hate it. I hate it. It's annoying. And I was like, well, men use it all the time. And like, because guys, when guys um, 
sometimes guys will use vocal fry and they'll kind of talk like mm. this. And he was like, oh, he's like, I actually like that. And I was like, but when, but women, and as soon as I say women, he's like, oh, like when women use it, it's just annoying and they need to stop. I was like, dude, he's like, it's so masculine. And I was like, what? Oh, and so oh, wow. it's just funny how, and it's, it's just a small trivial thing. It's not gonna like, and he's not really in a position to like destroy any woman's career, the kind of um, right. work he does in life he has. But still, it's just funny how, um, he was his if you could have seen his response it was so visceral you know at the idea of a woman because mm. he was like it's so masculine it's so manly and uh like a woman shouldn't mm-hmm. do that a woman should speak a woman should speak like a woman speaks you know like it was like a it's just funny how they're just constantly they're constantly being pushed and i also That's realizing true. that it's kind of like i kind of feel like a white man and what i mean by that is <laughs> um, mm. uh i've never had to be a woman I've never had to deal with the issues that a woman deals with. And hearing about mm. all this stuff, I can I can imp, I can sympathize and I can empathize with certain things, but to some degree I'm realizing I just have to step back and listen because I don't know what it's like. You know what I mean? And there's a part of me that really wants to be able yeah. to say I understand and I know and that wants to have an opinion. But in some ways it's like almost like you kinda can't because you're not a woman, so you know what well, I mean. Well, as black people, we should we sure be telling white people that. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> what comes around, goes around, comes around. Exactly, but not in a bad way, in a good way. We, I mean, we constantly I tell white people, logic. "You can't tell me how to feel about being oppressed." But right. we, but we're definitely right. telling right, women you're, if you're not oppressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's kind of that's, um, that's so true. Speaking of which, to keep it light for one moment longer, this kind of ties into Monique. Monique, the comedian um, from the Parkers. Oh, yeah. And some other mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> she she and from Where's Precious. And let me not let me not just bring it to the Parkers. The Oscar award winning actress Monique, who won for her role in Precious. Um, uh, you might want to add one more title in there. Recently, as of yesterday or maybe a couple of days before, she was on radio and said that she is the most decorated comedian. <laughs> she said she is the most decorated. Well, she might have a bunch of glitter on her. Maybe that's what she means. <laughs> Maybe she's just walking around just in glitter and and and, and in jewelry and shit. But um, I don't know what she means. She means a what? I don't know what she's like. She might be counting like a whole slew of BET awards. But I, I don't know. But um, <laughs> maybe she just won a bunch of TV one. Like, I, I don't know. But um, the thing is, she yep. was offered, I want to say, what, $500,000 from Netflix to do a co- comedy yeah. special. And it's mm-hmm. um, yeah, significantly it lower mm-hmm. than what Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock and Amy Schumer were offered. Um, and she claims that the, reason, the reasons were racism and sexism. Um, how do y'all feel mm-hmm. about that? <laughs> Well, let me also say one more thing. She says she's the most decorated. <laughs> she's the most decorated comedian alive. I had, to, I had to make sure I had the right quote. She says I am the most. She said I am the most decorated comedian alive. But anyways, that aside, um, mm. first of all, the issues of um, unequal pay, you know, and gender inequality and racism, we know that that does exist. So yeah. mm-hmm. that yes, I understand. And I do believe that oftentimes women are paid less because of their gender. And, and, and when Monique was explaining everything, she was like, Amy Schumer, 
acknowledged that she wasn't as popular as Chris Rock and all of them, but she should be getting more than what she got, what her initial offer was. Right. And so they upped her, her amount or whatever. So I do agree that it plays a role. But here's the thing about Monique. Yes, she has, uh, what is it? What does she have? An Oscar. She has an yeah. Oscar. Um, she has, she was also, she does have an actual title from the whole Queens of Comedy, and she got some title from that. Yeah. She was known, she had the Parker, she had all this stuff. But as of late, Monique, for the most part, has always been in the headlines for controversy. You know, whether it be some things that she just speaks about publicly or, you know, her attitude, whether right. it's true or not, I don't know, that she's hard to work with, all of those things. So all that to <clears> say, <throat> I haven't seen anything artistic as far as like a comedy show or being in a movie from Monique in, in, in a minute you know what I mean? And so while gender equality, gender inequality and racism could be playing a role, it also could be because she's not hot right now. Like she ain't really like doing yes. anything except, you know, her, her podcasting. So if, if it's going to be some things, I think that's a factor, too. So I, if anything, it's all those factors. But I didn't even know Monique was even to be honest, y'all, aside from her YouTube thing. I didn't even know Monique was still like professionally acting. Me, or doing me neither. And people were pointing out the, yeah. the, the stark contrast in her numbers on social media, like on platforms like Instagram and stuff versus Amy Schumer mm. versus every versus mm. almost everybody else she was talking about. And the thing is, these days, yeah. even as recording artists, they want to know, like, what are your numbers like? You know, black, white, or whatever. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I've seen certain woke people, like, I follow Son of Baldwin online. Y'all know who Son of Baldwin is? Uh-uh. He's, mm, he's like, an I activist. I that name, but... He's like, a, yeah. he's, like, a popular, like, gay black activist. And the thing is, he was, like, um, anybody who doesn't support... Um, Monique is a coon. Y'all rather support um, oh white people. If y'all don't like, if y'all don't like somebody either, it was either it was him or somebody who left a comment like, if y'all don't like dark skin, it was somebody else who was who was responding, um, who was who was agreeing with him. They were like, if y'all don't like thick dark skinned women, then just say that, but don't pretend like y'all don't know what she's talking about. And I was like, y'all need to stop playing. I have never mm. laughed at anything Monique has said. You know, like or done, like <laughs> what the fuck? Like, are you kidding? And and to be fair, I've never laughed at anything Amy Schumer has said either. But apparently, she's selling out and making box office hits and shit. Somebody cares. Like, I don't find Amy Schumer yeah. funny in the in the least. You know, I thought Dave Chappelle was hilarious. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and there are female comedians that I do think are are funny. Crap, like even, it might sound cheesy, but I even find Ellen more funnier than I find um because she also brought up um. Who's the other black comedian who's a lesbian? Wanda Sykes. Michael, yeah. I don't find I don't find Wanda, <laughs> Wanda Sykes funny to be like a lot of black, a lot of like that kind of black comedy is like, hey y'all, I'm a black woman, and as a black woman, I have made the following <laughs> observations. Well, you know <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this and demarcus i know you still have to say how you feel about it too um what i will say is there is a lot of that i do think there's a lot of that but for me though there, I, I will say at least in the parkers there were times that monique made me chuckle or whatnot and even though i necessarily haven't laughed out loud per se i have seen some of her comedy and it was kind of entertaining to me okay you know but yeah. um but but there are there are some there are some black comedians women who like um doing the uh what was it called they maybe the queens of comedy maybe i didn't see monique's part but they were hilarious to me like some more do you know who some more is yeah yeah some more is funny to me yeah she's she's funny to me but anyways i'm, I'm getting sidetracked yeah as far as monique is concerned 
Yeah, relevancy has to be playing a role too. That's what I think. But Demarcus, what do you think? Because I know Eric and I were kind of just. Um. Well. Okay. I mean, I agree with pretty much everything you guys have said so far. Um, I just feel like Monique. I guess the main point is that it's for Netflix is business, and. Yeah, you know, I think Monique, I, I think she has a film on Netflix right now that I'm pretty sure didn't do very well, and so on mm. their side of things, they they can see, they have statistics, and they yeah. can see yeah. okay how much money how much money is she actually bringing in right now on our you know on our platform, and right. if they can see that that film isn't doing very well, then yeah, you can kind of balance it and say okay, well this is how much we will offer you because this is how much we think we could get back you know like there, there's a certain mm. there's a certain amount of money that they're gonna be willing to put to put towards the project but what what are we gonna make off of this so in my mind is it's the bottom line so yeah i mean if we mm. can you know if we pay you three four five million dollars whatever that's great and all but then we take the loss and we're a company we don't want to take a loss mm-hmm. so right i right. get it you know I, I i do agree with the fact that yes there is uh um you know, gender do- <clears throat> obviously does affect pay. Um, yes, she is a legend in her own right. But what are you doing right now? What are you doing mm-hmm. right now that would that would justify us spending, you know, fifteen million dollars, twenty million dollars for you? Like it's just it's not gonna happen. Um, like like Eric mm-hmm. mentioned, Amy Schumer's. Yeah, I mean, she's selling out shows. Yeah, okay, right. so she's earning a little shit. bit more money. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, she got commercials. And, she, I mean, she mm-hmm. sold that same arena out twice, twice. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, that's a lot you know, of you white doing, people with no real humor. But that's it's incredible to me. It's incredible. I know exactly. Cause, yeah, mm-hmm. like because I'm with you, Eric. I, I mean, Amy Schumer, she's she's funny sometimes. Um, see that? I, see she, that's she, that's exactly. Some... She's funny. She's she's good. I mean, like, she's nobody that I'm like. I'm not gonna seek her out like, oh my god, let me see what Amy Schumer doing this week. I, I mean, no, right. but, I mean, right. and then, but, but I know she's doing something. And yeah, yeah. For Monique, it was like, oh shit, I actually didn't even think about the fact that she was still doing stuff right now because she Home hasn't run. done anything in so long. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I, a lot of people on Twitter are upset at other people for even bringing the situation up, and I'm like. We have a right to say that we're not gonna. Bo- I'm not gonna boycott Netflix for Monique. No, oh, I knew I wasn't doing that. And Jeez. it's and it's not because I don't believe in what she's saying. I do agree with True. what she's saying. I just yeah. don't think that. I don't think that she's quite thinking it through. Like she's not. I, I can't absolve her of any of the shit that she's she's done to herself. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I can't back you on that. I can't back you it on just that. Seems yeah, to me, yeah, because right. That, I get Who's that to say like yeah? I get that it's so much lower than the other people she mentioned, but to me, it seems so appropriate. And I'm black. I'm I like I'm mm-hmm. black, and like I just feel like you're not that well known. Like Dave Chappelle is also black, and I totally get why he. And at the same time, to bring up another woman, if Ava DuVernay says she got like lowballed, I'd be maybe more upset because Ava DuVernay is, is winning like a mug, and her stuff is on as she's hella relevant. She's on, or, or if it was Issa Rae, 
if it was Issa Rae and they were like trying to lowball her, I'd be like, y'all tried it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like people who are right. really doing mm-hmm. it, like black women who are really killing it in the game. Well, if it was like Oprah or some shit, not that Oprah needs it, but if it was like, if it was somebody, if it was a black woman with swag in the industry presently, like I feel like it's not an apples to apples comparison though. Like Monique, Amy Schumer, you are not. Dave Chappelle, you are not. Like you won an Oscar mm-hmm. for Precious, but ain't nobody go to. My thing is, I was just telling my dude. She was great in Precious, and I think she deserved the Oscar. But she wasn't the reason I went to see Precious. It was like, oh, what a pleasant surprise. Monique is a gifted actress. Mm-hmm. But she Monique had never been the reason why I watched anything. You know what I mean? Like, in the Parkers, I watched for Countess mm-hmm. Vaughn. And Monique had her cute moments, but I was never like, oh, I can't wait to see Monique. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like... That's just, right, I don't yeah, feel like, right, and yeah. I don't really hear people bring her up. Like, I heard people talk about Chappelle. I hear I heard people talk about Issa Rae. I hear people talk about, like, when, I, when we get together with friends and people bring up, like, who's hot and they talk about, you know, Cardi B and, and you know, in music and entertainment, Monique's name don't come mm-hmm. up unless, like Dear said, unless there's some controversy, you know? And that's not really To be honest, even, even conversations talking about female comedians, not that I just be talking about female comedians every day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but even that conversation, um, like, if I just happen to hear someone else talking or see it online or something, I don't really see Monique's name come up, you know what I mean? And that's not to discredit. I know she was a queen of com- comedy, but... That was like ten years ago or something. I don't know, but I mean, yeah. but for 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 real, it's just it, it's just it's just like that. Like it because nobody wants yeah, but, someone living in their glory yeah. years, like relishing their glory years. Like yeah, it was like, and she's still young enough to do some stuff. And I'm like, I feel I'm one of those people, and I know it's an unpopular opinion amongst some of the African American community. I feel like she should have accepted it, and she's as great as she thinks she is. She should have just knocked it out of the park. And then had some leverage so that she could renegotiate better more. the next time. Exactly. That's what I would have done. And, I mean, no tea, no shade, no shade, no tea. And this might be getting a little bit too personal because I don't know her life like that. But I just assume that since she wasn't working full-time in the way that we've known her to be in movies and shows and stuff, that I'm sure that her lifestyle has considerably changed. Yeah. You know, And $500,000, oh my goodness, that could help you to get back into... You know, clearly get back into the good graces of Hollywood, which you yeah. really want to be. She, and that's, that's why she, I love, I love like, black. No, you can yeah. say. Yeah. Oh, you no, say I was just gonna say. I feel she. I, I feel like right now she needs to. And and this is okay. Let me throw this out there too, because I don't want anybody to tell me. Well, you don't need to tell her what she needs to do. I'm not trying to tell her what she needs to do. This is just my. Right. This is my take on it. If I were in her shoes. What I would do, let me just re- reword it all together. What I would do is I would have taken, this is just me, I would have taken the $500,000. I would have taken the $500,000, I would have done the special, and then I would have seen, at that point we would see, okay, what is my actual worth? Like, what, what, am I actually going to, am I going to do well with this? Like, are people actually going to watch this? If people aren't watching mm-hmm. it, if I, if I take the money and people aren't watching it, then I know the problem is me. So this is right. that would that would have been a way for me to reevaluate myself and say, let me understand what the issue is here. Is it actually race and and gender and all this, or am I just not as good as I thought I was? So right, or I could would, it be a common accumulation of all of that? But right, ahead. exactly. Like what what is it? So let me take the money, let me do do the show, and let's just see what happens from there. Because doing this yeah. right now, you you're kind of pushing yourself further back in the line because they're going to be like well shit I don't want no company's going to want to deal with it 
So it's like, exactly. well, I don't want to deal with that. I feel like so. she's woefully out of touch because I saw a lot of comments, and this is why I love black Instagram, black Twitter, because people was like, bitch, it's, I wish somebody would give me $500,000 for anything. You know, and you want me to not watch right. Netflix, you know, so you can be a millionaire. Because, like, a lot of people are like, These, this is millionaire problems. This is superstar problems, you know. Like, um, mm-hmm. like you know, like, you you already doing good. Like, people out here struggling. And you're going to talk you gonna right. talk about it, giving up a basic. Like, I just think, because people are like, um, so we're going to not watch Netflix. And when you get your check, you're going to give us how, what percentage, you know. And so, right. um, <laughs> because I feel like it's interesting to me when people like Monique who... And, and I could be wrong about this. I don't follow her like that. But I, I don't see her active in the community like that, like talking about it, as my New Orleans people would say. Um, I don't really see her really doing Oh, oh she, she, like I think that she's... I think she's active in the gossip community because she's always talking about somebody. But and go see, ahead. It, well, bloop, bloop. So, like, for you to... I feel like you can't request... Like, it's funny, like, when I coach... You know, y'all know I coach people, small business owners sometimes with business stuff. And, um, and I've given lectures here and there. And one thing I tell people... You can't ask someone to invest in you and you haven't done anything for them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't right. work because people naturally recoil. They're like, they're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I owe you this because? You know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, mm-hmm. you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta get, like, she hasn't really been, like, it was cute to see her in Blackbird. Or, what's that thing with the, with the gay boy singing? And she was the mother. Yeah. Yeah. And also Some in the, years ago. Uh-huh. And, and she done done like a, a few little chitlin' circuit movies that she produced herself or whatever. It was cute or whatever. But like, no, like, base, like you're not, again, if it was Issa Rae, if it was Ava, if it was almost, if it was Michelle Obama, like if it, if it was any other black woman right. who was really doing something, I would feel, there, there are black women who I would feel like, you know what? I want to be there for, I want to be there for you. But also at some point, you got to realize the common denominator in all this shit is you. Because how are other black it's women you. winning with Netflix? Ava's winning. And, right? and, and not, yeah, and they're, and they're still working. Like, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing with Monique. And let me clarify my, my earlier comment about um, she's always talking about someone and, and gossip and stuff. Usually when I hear Monique's name in the headlines now, it's for something like this where yeah. she's either defending herself again or she's taking on an issue and saying, let me tell y'all what's really going on in Hollywood, yeah. you know. But as far as as far as far the other topics, when you were hinting towards, you know, something that is kind of uplifting the community. Uh, but not to say that the issues that she's bringing to the forefront doesn't make us aware, although we already knew about these issues. So I, I see the purpose there. But anyways, I just feel like, as you were saying, just to kind of piggyback, that it would have been so much easier had it been someone who was currently relevant to then assess, oh, this is definitely about gender, definitely about race. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you said, like Issa Rae or not. But with Monique not even being in a spotlight except for a controversy, like for no, for her not to even think that some of that could be playing a role and why that you know she's not getting the gigs it just doesn't make sense to me yep. and i think it's just an, this is this is just another opportunity to um put her name out there so people are just talking about it for the next week or so yeah it's just it's so just a, yeah cuz even like i don't know in what capacity but i saw a lot of people saying that Shonda Rhimes and David DuVernay have been and are continuing to do stuff for Netflix and somebody was like well uh, Shonda Rhimes writes a bunch of stuff with white people in it and i was like okay whatever the point is they're paying the black woman though, you know, and so and right. Dave, and Dave Chappelle's stand up was black as the fuck. It was hella black, you know what I mean? Like yeah, culturally speaking, and like <laughs> and when he when he, when he would mention white people, it was one hundred percent from a black Af- like a black man's perspective. So 
Um, and yes, he's male, right. but this whole thing, I'm like, and don't get me wrong, I I think that her being a female and a black a black woman at that could it, might might the offer have been a bit higher if she was white, possibly, but yeah, I but I don't yeah. think that I think that the effect is more negligible than how she's making it out to be. I find I find the amount they offered her very understandable like maybe because i'm more in the industry i don't think of myself that way but maybe because i i work with artists and actors and singers every day and i have to do contracts and even when a big part of like even even parts i've been offered to do little things have been because of numbers like numbers on social media Mm -hmm. and like it's just it's just is what it is like it's not even like i don't know it's just crazy i wonder if i wonder if there's i wonder if there's been a white female a woman comedian and i'm about to come back to the whole female language a white woman comedian (laughs) um who didn't get as much as amy schumer you know what i mean but maybe got around the same as monique then that would have to dispel her theory that it's only about well at least that'll take out the race part it can still be gender i guess i would imagine but it would take out the race part i would imagine that there is at least one um yeah i'm not saying that's for sure but I, i would imagine that there is because it's like again the thing about Netflix, I mean, they have a business model. We have to look at this as right. this is my business. A business. And I want future subscribers because, you know, yeah, it's great that we have current subscribers, but we need we need people to continue to come to Netflix. So in order mm-hmm. to do that, what what can we put on here that's appealing to people to get them on to get them to subscribe yes. to Netflix? Yes. And yes. exactly. Quite honestly, like I said, I mean, her it's not her specials are already on Netflix. Ain't nobody checking for him. Like I'm, I have right. not watched one Monique special on Netflix as of this day. I don't. The film she has that she's specials on apparently Netflix? in on. Oh, I mean she has <laughs> she she hasn't had them. I I, I know she has the film. Didn't know. I all, thought this was like, her first I, thing. I from what I understand, she has stuff on there, I, and I don't know if they're specials, but I I know for for certain there's a film and just other stuff. Yeah, and she did a little. Yeah, movies. well, honestly, I, if, if it's the not precious, if the queen's of comedies on there. Oh, right, if it's not, you said if it's not precious, you're right. okay. I mean, I'm not interested. That's just well, me. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say that um, one of the specials that she was in, and I think this was on Netflix for a little bit, um, was Queens of Comedy, but it wasn't just her; it was other comedians too. Right. You know, but she was a headliner. But I'm gonna say these last two things, and then I'm done. Um, number one, I forgot what it was. So number two, the other. <laughs> I was going to say, deals with the whole, it's kind of a side note, the whole female thing, Eric. The reason why I mention that is because, and it's kind of jumping back and then we can jump back to Monique, is that I also heard that some women now, um, they don't want to be referred to as female, but we need to use woman or I guess female will be equivalent to woman. And I guess the problem is because female is still co-joined with the necessity of male in some way, I guess. And therefore, well, so is that's woman. not good. But Have, what I say, woman is connected is so to man. Man. <laughs> so, okay, I mean, so then, okay, this and then I don't know why it's a problem. But have y'all heard that? I, I, have, I have not I, heard I, that. I've, I've read about that, and I've read that because some men use it in the pejorative sense. But I feel like with almost any okay, word you yeah. can think of, intent is a thing. And so I feel like if you're using, yeah. when I use the word female, I do so neutrally. Like I, if you if you were to like to. To do a highlight reel of every time I've ever said black male in the podcast, you probably have like a billion mm-hmm. times. So male and female to me, I use very neutrally. But I do know some men who, some males, who would say like, man, females, man, females, these females. And yeah. So I have heard it yeah. said with yeah. like, with like stank on it. But like, it's like I said, growing up in church, right. there were people who would make this big stink over like 
cussing and, and using profanity. But I was like, some of y'all never said a four-letter word in y'all life that I've heard, but y'all are just as mean and ugly using standard English. Yeah, and so that I feel energy. like the, yeah, the energy of the word has everything it. to do with it. I agree. I agree. Oh, oh and I just remember what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. The last thing I was going to say about the whole Monique thing, to jump to back to that real quick, just to make sure that this is clear, because I already know that some people may have, they may go deaf at some parts <laughs> that we're <laughs> you speaking. You know how they do. That we, yes, it is a general consensus among the three of us that we believe that gender inequality and racism and all those things exist, legitimately exist. But with Monique's case, if, if for anyone who's choosing to rest her lack of, an offer on those two issues and not even consider her not being relevant right now and all the controversies that's been surrounded by her. Come on, that's just not balanced. And so that's where we're coming from. It's, like, a, it's, it's layered. Yes. It's, it's layered. And to, and to piggyback off of Michael to lead us into the next topic, the, what I feel, yes, I, Michael speaks for us when he says that, but I feel like while the struggle is real, when people like Monique make so much noise, mm. It kind of weakens mm. the movement and it weakens the like veracity. Mm. You start to feel like, wait, because th then people start to take advantage and just kind of start to co-opt it for their own like yep. shortcomings and stuff. Yep. And there are so many movements yeah, that yeah. that's happened with. And so and I feel like and this kind of brings me to the uh, Aziz Ansari thing, because, you know, a lot of people were feeling like um, the young woman, I believe last time I checked, she was still anonymous. I don't know if, the, if a name has come out. I know she's a photographer. I think I've seen a picture. So I don't know if she's really still anonymous because mm. if she did the picture, there might be a name. But the point is, a lot mm. of people have, a lot of people, both both male and female, and I'm saying that just in the true sense of the word, both <laughs> <laughs> male, female, non-binary, non-gender conforming, trans, everybody right. has said, right. on, I've heard people from all mm. sides, all form of human, ha has said um, that, because, you know, can I, I just want to pause right quick and say this. I consider myself a very liberal person, and I'm a gay black man in a thick body. I don't conform to the American standard of, of stuff in a lot of ways. Aside from being male, um, I don't have a whole lot of privilege by nature in this country. Yet even I am starting to find it encumbering and loathsome to have to like address each and every race, nationality, and creed with every statement I make you know, by their preferred, yeah. like it's, it's getting a little out of hand. And I feel like all the movements are getting weakened mm -hmm. because now we're starting to be a bunch of little whining pambies. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I just thought like LGBTQIA, um, they got, so they got, more than that? they got, there is, there is more than that. I think. Let me, yeah. let me get the full one. Hold on. Like, give me one second. Pull it up. Pull it up. <laughs> Pull up that entire acronym. LGBTQIA. <laughs> Okay, here it is. Here's the actual. Here's the actual acronym. It's LGBTQQIAAP. That's the full one. The air will punch you. I will fly. I will take a. I will take a plane to Texas just to punch you. What the hell? Like, and this is the thing. This is the thing. Like, like y'all know. Wait, hold on, hold on, Eric. Hold on, hold that thought really fast. Hold it. Don't hold that thought really fast because I wanted I wanted him to explain it. People know what they are. What are those? Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Let me. Yeah, let me just say what they are. Oh my god. So we have lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transsexual, queer, questioning, intersex, asexual. Ally, pansexual. Okay, we're gonna come back to that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, 
And I'm cool with all of it. Not only am I cool with it, I I support it. I really do. But Mm -hmm. I'm a true Libra in that I really believe in looking at all the sides. And, like, I can totally understand how someone from a different walk of life could be like, y'all are out of control. Like, it is a lot, you know? And Mm -hmm. some of it feels a bit unnecessary. I thought queer was kind of like an all-encompassing you know what I mean? Like after a I while, thought so too. <laughs> after, I thought queer was to get like when it when it used to be just LGBTQ. I used to think like Q was like to to, to catch the spill off or whatever may come in the future. Shit, because, that was pushing it, right? <laughs> because 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 like the thing is like I, and I'm and the thing is I know everybody has like wants to be represented and wants to be acknowledged and I and I really get that as a human and as an empathic person I really get that but also mm-hmm. I also understand how people like from my dad's generation or even people who like a heterosexual white male or or people from certain walks of life might, might be like damn like sometimes let me give you all this quick example um <laughs> it can be a it can be a minefield I was I was coaching um a, a duo um <laughs> mm. and what i thought were um were two women and um long hair breast both of them like substantial breasts out um singing female songs and female ranges lipstick makeup all that stuff and um and i talked to the to to girl one because i don't want to give names but i talked to young woman one they were they're very young um and i'm like yes da 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 and and i talked to young woman too and you know when it comes to vocal stuff physiologically speaking the female voice is different from the male voice it's a thing it's not being Mm -hmm. it's literally is physiologically different in some fundamental ways and i was Mm -hmm. like well you know because she had asked me a question that prompted this answer i was like well you know as a female vocalist like excuse me you assumed my gender i'm not actually i prefer they them i'm a femme but I'm not a female. And I was like, oh, oh no. okay. And this, 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 is the thing. Mm. <laughs> this is the thing. I want to acknowledge you properly. <laughs> I really do. But the attitude, me too. like you're serving me woman on every level. Like you're serving me like, <laughs> like cl- classic woman, like Jessica Rabbit woman. And then for, the thing is, <laughs> if you felt like if she, if, if they <laughs> would have just said, um, you know, Eric, uh, I just really prefer they and them. Those are my preferred pronouns. Without the attitude, I would understand so much better. But it's like somebody saying, Eric, well, you know, you're black. And like, wait, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm actually um, half black, half white. And please acknowledge me as such. Mm-hmm. Y'all, you would think, like, Eric, you're a fucking idiot. Like, so it's, it's just mm-hmm. so, sometimes I feel like we're kind of like, speak. I feel like mired. I feel like there are so many people who have legit concerns and legit oppression and then other people be speaking out of turn in a way that's making everything just seem silly and childish you know what i mean yeah Yeah, it's kind of like you know and this is not to sound insensitive but it's kind of like you have one person you're oppressing me by not identifying me by the right label then another person well you're oppressing me because you're shooting bullets at me you know you're like you're you're doing the extreme (laughs) and i'm like come on y'all we need to have some balance like not everything is created equal in terms of consequences yeah whether it be good or bad and we have to acknowledge that yes exactly exactly because 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 as this as this non-gender conforming femme walks down the street 
No one is going to attack them based on like an immutable characteristic. They just look like a pretty at right. a glance, they look like a pretty woman walking down the street. And so but right. for but if you're so they don't have to worry about being shot by an officer for being a beautiful one. Like the only way you can know their difference is if you ask and if they volunteer it. You right. know, whereas there are people like there are tra- there are black trans women who, and some of whom wear their difference visibly and have to live with the ramifications of that. There are black people of all yeah. walks of life who yeah. have to deal with it. There are women who have to deal with it just by virtue of being a woman and born into born born into a, a to a female body, whether they identify such or not. Just because they have breasts and have a vagina, people are going to treat them a certain way, and they're going to deal with oppression. I feel like we gotta like there are levels mm-hmm. to this shit. Like you said, it's not all equal. Yes. It's not. Right. I agree. So speaking of not all equal, do you feel like the Aziz Ansari thing is up there with Weinstein and all those other folk? I'm going to be totally honest, and I almost feel embarrassed to say, I must kind of be out of the loop, because explain the I'm sorry one again, because I don't know if I've even really been paying attention to that one. What's the I'm sorry? Uh, Ansari is his last name. No, his... I thought you were saying hashtag (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I thought there was an I'm sorry movement of people apologizing for what they've done. Oh my gosh. All right, so you're talking about that actor, the Indian actor who exactly. met the girl at the party? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um oh, I did read the article <laughs> sorry, about that. Sorry, my New Orleans might have put the I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna try to No, I'm sorry. no it is all to the good. Yes. Um, Demarcus, I think you you were taking a breath to uh, say something. You can go ahead as I think about what I remember about this case. Oh no, I don't. I, I will say one thing on this one. I kind of sat out on this one. I don't really know what's going on with it. Well, I mean, I'll I know give what you happened. An overview, if you need one. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't really. Okay. Yeah, I need an overview. I was just kind of okay. tired. I don't know. I just. <laughs> okay. Well, this for <laughs> There's everybody been so listening. Many. In case you don't know, Aziz Ansari is like one of the first. If, if he's not the first person of color, he's, like, the first Indian man to, like, win all these awards for, like, writing and doing all this stuff. And he's known. He's an actor. You probably have seen him in TV shows. And, and he also does stand-up that has been well-received. Um, he's kind of known for being a nice guy. He's known for being woke. He's known for acknowledging injustice against minorities of all types. So he's mm-hmm. kind of known for being, like... He's kind of made his career off of being the nice guy understanding of women understanding of like ethnic minorities like and intersectionality he's like he's unusually woke and that's kind of been his whole thing well apparently last year um i believe after an award show he went out on a date um with uh with a photographer a young woman he met and um that like the next day or whenever they they got together and went out on a date and um, by her own admission, she was uh, she wrote she wrote this all publicly. By the way, she put it up anonymously on a website, and so she told the story, and he has not refuted most of it. But I'll get to that part. So she said they went out on a date. She says that she was excited, and um, they went out to eat, <laughs> and she does make it a point to mention that she was upset that she didn't get to choose the wine, and so that was like a thing. But they went back to his place, and she also says that he seemed in a big hurry to leave the restaurant and get back to his place. Um, and she mm-hmm. seemed a little annoyed by that in retrospect. But they, they go there, and to make a long story short, they're kissing and they're doing stuff, but she feels like he was really pushy. Like, he, they didn't have actual intercourse, they didn't have sex, but she felt very pressured. Mm-hmm. And she said, and this is the big 
like to do with the whole thing. She claims that she gave both verbal and nonverbal cues that should have let him know that she was uncomfortable, even though he performed oral sex on her and she performed oral sex on him. And so the thing is, it didn't, it didn't even end there. So they did whatever. Um, she felt like at one, she, a few times, she, something to the effect of like, she kind of told him to like, hey, ease up, slow down. And he was like, okay, okay, well just, you know. And, the, and the, he seemed to ease up, but then start kissing her again. And at one point he was like, where do you want me to fuck you? And he just kept pressing. And she said she was really frazzled. And at one point, when he, he asked to have sex in front of a mirror, and she said no. And at, at the moment when she said definitively, no, I don't want to have sex, he said, okay, well, it's not fun for you if it's not fun for me. And they put their clothes back on, and they watched Seinfeld on the couch. And then he called her an Uber and sent her home. And she claims that she did, he didn't know this, but that she cried all the way home. And then the next day, or two days later, something like that, he texted her and he was like, hey, I had a really great time that night. And she was like, well, I didn't. Um, and she was like, I understand that it might have seemed like everything was okay to you, but I really was not comfortable at all. And he apologized. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that you felt that way. I really did think everything was okay. And so the what people are hung up on is this whole quote unquote nonverbal cues thing. Cause like you see even a lot of women in the media are like, okay, so Aziz is being penalized for not being a mind reader. But then other women and other men are saying like, hey, well, other people are saying um, men need to learn nuance and he knew what he was doing and and men are socialized to okay. press women. So, yeah. If <laughs> if I don't mind jumping in really fast. No, um, go for it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> let me, let, and let me not jump in with, no, with all this attitude. But <laughs> here's my thing about this. I, I, I can see where everyone is coming from, the two sides that you just mentioned. But while you were speaking, I was thinking into my, I was thinking in my mind about how in popular culture, like SVU or stuff like that, you know, rightfully so, when it's dealing about rape and all that type of stuff, I can hear the protests going and women chanting, no means no. And men who are on their side, no means no. Because that was a standard at one point. Mm-hmm. If a woman says no, then it needs to stop. Just like in, right. Aziz, how do you say his name? Aziz? Oh, yeah. Aziz, what is his yeah. name again? Aziz. Okay, Aziz's case. When when yeah, when she said no, he stopped. And so not too long ago, that would have been efficient. But now it's going to another level where people have to read your energy and your vibe to determine yes or no, but the verbal is not enough. I mean, like, what's what's gonna be the limit? You know what I mean? Like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that we shouldn't, you know, be able to tell how someone's feeling to a certain extent, but I think it's getting really, it's getting like a really thin line now. Like, what, what type of training is going to be needed to read these cues? And then, I mean, these cues, yeah, these cues or whatnot. And then and in, in a court of law, how are we going to determine, like, if someone is guilty or not based off of their inability to to read body language. Like, how can we even defend that or prosecute that? I just think it's getting really, really... And before great. you respond, Dierre, I want to throw one more piece in for both of y'all. Also, what's been coming up a lot lately is that recent studies are showing that for a large percentage of young people, they now consider offering to buy someone a drink or paying someone a compliment to be forms of sexual harassment. See, that's what I mean. That's now, what I mean. That's see, See, yeah. It is ridiculous. And see how the, the standard is changing. It's so crazy. Like, is it going to get to the point where eye contact is a form of harassment? If my eyes just happen to land on you or they happen to swipe over your body as I'm trying to look from left to right and you just happen to be in the middle, the motherfucking middle, and now that's harassment? It's too much, yo. It's just too much. 
Um, well, my initial... Uh, <laughs> Your own sounded really tired. Um, uh, well, that's what I was about to say. My initial tiredness was justified then. Because, like I said, and I've been on Twitter more than Instagram and Facebook lately. I just mm. like Twitter. But, um, I don't know. It just gets kind of tiring on Twitter sometimes, <laughs> though. When it comes to stuff like this. Because, yeah. you know, I saw some people get so upset. I was like, okay, let me read a yeah. little bit about what's actually going on. And I read what happened. And I was like, I, forgive me, I, I just didn't see anything wrong with what happened. Like, mm-hmm. literally, the consent, there, I mean, I, I don't know what else he was supposed to do. Like, he, he stopped. You get so many ugly messages in your inbox, dear. He is, but you know what? I, I know I am. <laughs> And that's, and you know what? Bring it on. That's fine. I mean, I I'll just ignore people like it ain't no like it ain't no tomorrow. But um, <laughs> but <laughs> because I mean, I'm entitled to my own opinion. I I understand that yeah. some people may not agree. That's fine. Don't agree. But I just feel like like Michael just stated like how what is the limit? Like what are we? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like we're getting. I, you, you I feel know. like we're just starting to become people who. You know, we have to be so fine-tuned with every single detail and everything. And I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of over it. I'm just kind of over f- it. I feel you. And you know, it, you know, when you were talking, Dier, I was about to say Demarcus, Demarcus Dier, it also made me think that if it keeps going in this direction, I bet you that, especially men, black men or men of color, they're yeah. going to be affected first. Because even when we had more strict or more clearly identifiable um, you know, things in place to let us know this is rape. If a woman says no and you're screaming, she's screaming no and you're and you're still trying to press, that is rape. And we had right. black men who were still accused and convicted when that, it was a lie. It didn't even happen. You know what I mean? Or, or whatever. And so now with things that are, are so much more loose-based in the sense of just buying her a drink or whatever, they could lock a lot of us up, like, easily. I mean, I don't know. It's just Okay, crazy. I got two things. I just feel like I just... Because yeah, wait, I just no, feel like minority is going to be affected first. I think mm. it's already happening. I'm going to tell you why. Because I've heard a few people bring this up, including including Quentin, aka Funky Dineva, um, a blogger. Mm. Um, there's this thing where you remember how at first, like, okay, it was like Bill Cosby who kind of like started the parade, but after that, it was like white man, white man, white man, white man, white man. You know, right. um, and then mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. but it feels like when they bring up people of color. Not Bill Cosby so much, but when it like Aziz and right. Tavis Smiley, it seems to be flimsy and thin, like the the basis upon which they're blaming them and raking them over the coals. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. And so, yes. It's kind of, yes. But, and, and my other problem number two for me is, I feel like there there's a there's a sect of women that are like. I feel like they're going to hurt the overall movement because I feel like people with legit concerns and uh, and people who are going to because eventually people going to say fuck it and I think part of the reason why is because part of what a sect of women are saying is women are smart, women are strong, women can do anything a man can do except for say no because when we're in tough situations we don't know what to do. Ah, I don't know. Right. And so it's right. like okay mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. are you cuz like and I've mm-hmm. even seen other feminist I follow certain feminist writers who are like even I have a problem with this cuz these women why don't they have agency like this guy didn't pin her down he didn't fight her why didn't she just straight up say like no and like there was a woman who i read an article from she was like i've been drugged before and i still managed to say no and she was like 
it's like you could she's like i hate this narrative of cuz there was there are there've been articles that come out that are saying like when women get quote unquote assaulted and i you say I say quote unquote because a lot of whether or not aziz assaulted her is kind of been being debated but the point is um how instead of fight or flight like a man would have for a woman it's fight or freeze and, and like women can mm. women don't handle stress the same way a man does and a woman will leave her body and if this is the thing that's so messed up you're you're basically you're you can't be the hero and the victim at the same time all the time like you know like i tell people when i try to help them yeah. in business like so are you just as strong or aren't you and the also what i don't like is what you just described could happen to anybody. There are men who've been yeah. um, molested and who've have and, or who've been assaulted. I mean, and have been in that position of like being frozen. So it's not like it's a woman thing. Some people handle it better than other people. And and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say I'm not trying to say that men get assaulted as much as women do. But my point is, there has to be some acknowledgement of some of these contradictions and some nuance. I, I'm mm-hmm. a really big fan of nuance and gray area, and I think all. All yeah. that's being delivered now is women right, men wrong. And I was like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. there's some, like, you've got to take, because I think a lot of men, it's, like, it's, so, it's so funny because when all this stuff first started, I would hear men saying, well, damn, I'm afraid to even hug a woman. I'm afraid to even say hello. And I remember going off on a few guys saying, like, stop that shit. All the women are saying is, please don't fucking rape me. Please don't fucking grab me or threaten me. Like, you can you can speak and be nice. But now, I feel like it really has become that. Like, we're, we're like, these, like, some women are weaponizing almost anything. And it's kind of like, where is the, like, it's, you've got to be, because, like, what's been coming out, too, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but a lot of feminists, I follow a lot of feminist blogs and stuff and feminist people on Instagram. And they're like, um, like, if a, like, in, like consent needs to be verbal and enthusiastic and continuous so if, mm. if for a woman to give you consent she has to be verbally enthusiastically and continually telling you fuck me and i'm still good i'm still good keep please continue with the sex i am still good you're still good. Mm-mm. You're still good. And I'm like, come on. And come how awkward on. is like, that, you know? <laughs> like, that's very awkward. Right? And what if, like, and what if, like, he's near orgasm or whatnot, and then she's like, no. And he about to <laughs> ejaculate. That <laughs> I mean, is so cruel. That is so, but I feel like, I feel like nobody's being I mean, real about the situation because I know, like, I've never done that right. to a woman. But I know that's a, like we were saying earlier, like, as a man, you it's it's hard to you're kind of almost feral at that point it's hard to i feel like some women tease i'm gonna tell y'all this real quick so part of the problem i have with this is that i come from the south you know i was born and raised in new orleans and before i came out i dated a lot of women i'm not saying that in a braggy way i'm just me like i've said in the past uh podcast i dated them largely because i was trying to prove something to myself and trying to throw people off my trail but the fact is i've dated a lot of women and what i would hear a lot growing up from from a child to a young man is if you want to kiss me don't ask just do it or i like a man who could take Mm -hmm. charge i want a man to just take charge just grab me or even i'm gonna tell you this story i'm gonna say her first name and no more when i was younger because I'm going to call her out on this because she was wrong. But I dated a girl named Bonnie. And when I first started mm. dating her, Bonnie was like, now, Eric, I've heard your reputation. I hear you. Like I said, like back in the day, I was a different person. But I heard you had a, I heard that you have sex and da-da-da-da. I'm a virgin. 
and 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 all my girlfriends are telling me that if I don't have sex with you, you're not gonna want me. And I was like, girl, don't worry, like, cause I really liked her. And also, I was kind of realizing I was gay at this point too, and so I so I wasn't yeah, super mm-hmm. pressed. And so, um, but uh, I but I was like, okay, cool, we could just hang out, like no pressure or whatever. And she had her own apartment, and so we went out, we went out to a movie to dinner or whatever, like the typical thing. And we're at her place, and she wears one of these long T-shirts. You know, like like you know, how girls mm-hmm. do sometimes, just like a big T-shirt. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so and she and she had her hair pulled back and had her glasses on, so she was pretty or whatever. And she got up next to me and she was cuddling and stuff. And she started kind of rubbing up against me and stuff. And I thought that it was like a test, but she kept doing it. So we started kissing. At one point, I grabbed her and she was like, "No, don't, don't, no." And I was like, "Okay." So I stopped. She said no. So I she said no very gently and kind of seductively, but I stopped. I was like, "You know what? You said you didn't want to do anything." But I was getting worked up at this point because I'm still a human and she kept, you know, stuff was happening. And so I was like, you know, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go and um, just to, because stuff is getting, you know, like whatever, I'm just going to go. Why the next Mm -hmm. day, the next day I get to class and everybody's like, damn, Eric, we heard like something's wrong with you. Bonnie's telling everybody that you're gay, that you, I mean, that you must be gay. Oh my God. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? Long story short, I confronted her. And I was like, Bonnie, why are you telling everybody that I'm that I must be gay? She's like, Well, I was all sexy and stuff for you, and you didn't want me. I was like, What? You told me that you didn't mm-hmm. want to have yeah, no. sex, and then you said no. And she's like, I said no, but I didn't. But I wanted you to push. Oh no, Mm-mm. I can't tell you how many times yeah, I've had. You should told her. My name ain't Gina. Dangerous shit that gets people in trouble, push. and nobody wants to talk about that. But it, I know I'm not the only guy. I've experienced that with other men. For and we've talked about that in previous podcasts. I've definitely experienced that with other guys. Like, no, I wanted you to take it. I've had so many girls be like, no, like I know I said no, but I didn't mean like no. I meant like because a lot of women do have the idea that like if I act too eager, then I'm a slut. So I have to kind of pretend like I don't really want it. It's kind of a thing, and so and it's and it's fucked up because <laughs> it's just fucked up. It's it's so confusing. Mm. It's so um. It is too much. It, but but I, I always play it safe. If somebody said no, no matter how quietly, no matter how softly, no matter how seductively, I just would stop. And also, I'm really good at reading energy. And so, if I even thought for a mm. second that someone was uncomfortable, I would stop. And to be honest. There were times when someone had said no, and I could tell they didn't really mean it. But I didn't. Want, I don't like those games, and so I didn't want to like you know. know even then, I was like, you know what? Nah, nah. Unless we, <laughs> unless we uh, like acknowledge up front, like, like this is what it is. Like I told y'all the story in the previous podcast about one guy. He was like, Eric, look at me and look at you. If I wanted to stop you, I could stop you. And I was like, boop, point taken, because mm. he was like three times my size. He's big, swole dude. And he, because <laughs> he was like, no, no. And he was like, Eric, if I wanted to stop you, I could stop you. You know, he could probably bench press exactly. me if he wanted to. So, um, but so that was like mm. one of the few times where the, somebody was like, look, you know, we don't need no safe word or nothing. My safe word is I could whip, I could whip your ass. So, but the point is, um, <laughs> but he wanted to be dominated. It was like a thing. Like, but because so, some people like that, like of some people, like some people, male, female, non-gender conform, whatever. Some people like that idea, but I feel like there got to be so many conversations had, you know? That's so true. Yep. And I don't know where this is going to lead us, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't it know. just makes me tired. I, I just I tired. Like, I, re- I really am, you know. And I know that over you know people are blaming this as a they what is what is it um what is it left wing is that what they call it? But there's another term. Oh, liberals. 
the liberals. You oh, know, in the yeah. political world, they're always using that term. The liberals, the liberals are ruining, um, ruining our nation. I think people are just crazy. But then I'm gonna say this one yeah. last thing, and then I'm gonna shut up. So well, wait, let me say one more thing. Sorry. Yeah. Let go me for say it. one more thing. Sorry. I shouldn't leave it there. <laughs> I don't think that people who express their views on being abused are crazy. I'm just saying that there, you know, some things in the world are crazy. Just want to make sure yeah. that's clear. Got to backtrack everything nowadays. No, I know oh, because right? this is the thing. What's so funny to me is as I was um, reading on some articles from people from some some from some feminist authors whom I highly respect, um, I was the story came up about Larry Nasser, um, the doctor with the gymnast with the with the women's gymnast oh, gymnastics thing, the Olympian. Yeah, Olympian. and I'm gonna tell y'all what really pissed me off is this is how I know. I mean, this is more evidence. This, this is not the way I know because there's a lot of evidence. But this is another example of why there is a real problem, though, that's getting obscured because this is the there thing. There is. These women, Larry Nasser violated women, sexually assaulted women for 20 fucking years. And guess what? As I was reading, these women told their parents, not every single one, but a lot of these women told their parents, they told therapists, and they told the gymnast, like the Olympic committees and shit. And they were shut up repeatedly. One woman was like, I told my therapist, I told my mom, and they sent me back to the dude. And I was literally screaming as he was violating me, and they still made me see him. And so, obviously, there's a big... So, I just want to point out, I'm well aware that there is a real problem, even when women do speak there up. There is. Like, even when women yeah. do speak up, people still be like, okay, shut up. You know, because the Olympic Committee tried to get the first woman to speak up most publicly. The, the Olympic Committee tried to get her to sign like a non-disclosure agreement and try to silence her and so um mm. and, and one woman spoke that she was violated in front of her mom and so um wow mm. it's another because it's another thing i would have um no that's horrible i grew up dating girls who would often break down crying in my arms with stories about how they've been violated by family members and one thing that i would hear quite often growing up was my mom knew or my dad or people knew and they thought or my grandma knew and they said I was asking for it or they were like this is just what women have to deal with so there is even that in the culture where even it's so embedded mm -hmm. that just like there's just like people of certain minorities could have like self-hate I think a lot of like this patriarchal anti-femme kind of thing affects women too where there are even women who feel yeah. like well, this is what I get I'm a woman in this world you know nothing to fight for this is just the mm -hmm. way of the world and that's fucked up but because um, this guy did this repeatedly and they just kind of turned a blind mm. eye and I was like damn because just when I was about to be like everybody's getting carried away I'm like no they're just obscuring from the legit shit like that shit's horrible you know what I mean um, mm -hmm, not yeah. a bad mm -hmm. date but like friggin being like sexually assaulted at 15 repeatedly in your mom and you're just screaming out for help and nobody's helping you that's some horrendous shit you know like that guy needs to be burned at the stake you know so it's just it's crazy mm -hmm. that all of this is like a thing but i'm glad it's coming to the forefront you know yeah i'm glad too so my hope is just in all things that need to be addressed and you know observed we just keep a balance as much as possible if we can just maintain balance then then no, it'll help us not that's to not the extremes. <laughs> that's not the American way. I know, I know, I <laughs> no, know, I no know. No can do. But you know what? I'm, I'm trying to be the change I want to see in the world. <laughs> I but guess yeah, so. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens, but we shall see. Mm. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, we done. I'm just looking at the time. Okay, come on, an hour and 15 minutes. 
Right. So, <laughs> well, y'all let us know how y'all feel. I'm curious in the comments. We've said a lot. Um, yes, we did say stay a lot. Out my and inbox. I hope that y'all stay out of my inbox. Right. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this: before you come to my inbox, make sure you listen to everything I said because I know that exactly. there was a balanced perspective up in here. Yep. You know what I mean? We made it very clear that that just like many other people, we stand in the name of equality, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we just happen to see the layers of things, and that needs to be addressed. So don't get mad at us because we're more evolved. But anyways. Don't even. No, I'm playing. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just just playing. (laughs) But that's all I got, though. You said you going to do what to who? I don't even know how that part go. But that Cardi B. (laughs) Cardi B. She said she going to do what to who? Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Well, I guess that is all, and we will holler at y'all next time. Later, y'all. Next time. All right. Holla. Peace.